Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen with the Makers of Minnesota, and I am going to help you with your strategy for your business in 2021. Are you dreading social media and not sure when you should be posting on Facebook or Instagram? Or maybe you want to reach out to some influencers, but you don't know how to do it. Or maybe you just want someone to actually use your product and create some recipes for you. I am your gal. I've been developing lots of relationships over at stephaniesdish.com and I can help you get your product into the hands of people that are going to use it and create influence and create buying patterns for people that you can count on as new customers. 2021 is going to get all of a sudden ramped up and we're going to be moving real fast to capture some of the business opportunities that we lost in 2020. Don't be left out on the cold. Have new followers and new pairs of eyes on your product now. Give me a shout. I'd be happy to help you. I'm at shansen, H-A-N-S-E-N, marketing at gmail.com. It's shansen, marketing at gmail.com for small business marketing, for things like social media, recipe development, influencer posting, and just general PR help and getting the word out about your products. This is Stephanie Hansen, and you're listening to the Makers of Minnesota podcast, where we talk to cool people doing cool things. And today I'm here with Kira Vanderlyn, and she is the owner of a company called Zestful Designs. And Kira, I am excited to talk to you for a couple of reasons. One, because you do a lot of home staging and the real estate market is just on fire, but also because you do a lot of in-home organizing. And I think that's a skill that a lot of people have a hard time doing successfully by themselves. So welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. How long have you been? Yeah. How long have you been doing this? Um, Well, I'd like to say I've been doing this since I was born. (laughs) (laughs) I have been organizing probably I probably organized my crib. I (laughs) growing up, I annoyed my family keeping everything neat and tidy. And then what I did was I kind of just started doing it on the side for friends and family, both design work and organizing uh, decluttering as well. And then I also picked up staging because it just flows really well with everything else. And so, yeah, and then I, I started Zestful Design and it was, I, well, I should back up. I actually found a business coach here in Minnesota and she just, she really helped me kick it off and said, hey, I think you could do this. Let's do this. So having someone like that on your side to, to really get you going. Um, I love hearing. Yeah, I love hearing that about that you worked with a business coach because I edit a friend's podcast and her name is Michael Kithcart and she's a business coach too. And Mm -hmm. so I'm real familiar with how business coaches can help you get launched, help you if you're stuck, help you figure out where your pain points are or your sweet spots. And not a lot of people use business coaches. I think they should do it more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes too, like people don't know what all they they can do for you and and how to work with them. So So how did you use your business coach to launch your business? Well, in all honesty, I I really didn't know all the ins and outs of starting a company and how many little details there are, you know, um, filing with the state, filing with the government, how to get your name, seeing if your name's already taken for the company you want, uh, you know, finding attorneys to do, you know, make sure you're set in that regard, um, insurance accounting. (laughs) So just connecting you with all these people that you just really don't realize how much you need these. So, and then just kind of keeping you accountable too, because it's very overwhelming starting your own company. So you've been doing this from a company perspective for how long? 
Um, uh, several years. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Is, yeah. can you think of, um, something that you didn't know when you started out that you like tell people like, okay, here's something I didn't know that you need to know. <laughs> oh man. There's been so many lessons along the way. I think for me personally, I didn't realize how much this work transforms a person. Um, so for example, on, on your, your awesome podcast, you feature many Minnesota companies that have like tangible products, such as beer and spirits, crafts, et cetera. Um, but, but Zestful Design offers something a little more intangible. Um, it's kind of more about the physical and mental wellness of a person. And it's amazing how just changing your surroundings has such a profound impact on lives. So from the moment I first meet with a client to the time I leave, the emotional, physical transformation is just remarkable. You know, of course, the space looks great depending on what kind of work we do, but it's more just the person. And and I don't think I realize that um, how how much it impacts a person. So I think that kind of helps me along the way when, you know, clients get stuck because some of the work we do is, you know, kind of hard. Yeah. Um, and highly yeah. personal when you're telling people to get rid of some of their, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if you're doing a decluttering and you're trying yeah. to go through someone's family heirlooms. Yep. And, and the same too for staging, you know, that's a huge project where process where you're moving, you're uplifting your life. And then you have someone like me come in and <laughs> transform your space. So just having people understand it's okay. We're going to get through this, this is going to be a great thing. And then being that person who's like helping you keep accountable, keeping you motivated, um, you know, cheerleader. So One thing that I think is I've moved three times in or two times in three years, you know, you spend so much time getting your home ready to sell and getting it looking good. What I regretted and I didn't, I took this advice on my, my third home. Mm -hmm. What I regretted was that I didn't spend the time on my first home doing these things that I should have Mm -hmm. done all along that would have helped me enjoy my space Mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. And when I got into this house that I just moved into in October, like I have let no grass grow partly because of COVID and you spent so much mm. time in your house. But yeah, I also was like, if I don't like something, I change it. I move it around. I figure it out because it does make a huge difference in how you feel about your space. Yeah. Oh yes. Incredibly. And you know, it's kind of interesting how, for example, with staging, um, one of my recent clients, uh, they, we just did kind of an overhaul of the house, new flooring, new paint, et cetera. And, and it, it's sad that they, they weren't able to live in that before they moved. Yeah. So if someone let's, so let's say that, so do you also do, um, decluttering for like seniors and people that maybe are going from a home into a senior living environment? I'd say like life transitions, such as moving, uh, retiring, downsizing, that sort of thing is probably my specialty. I'd say them actually, quite honestly, the majority of my clients are probably 60, 70 plus who are doing exactly that. So, and, and I think it's more comfortable when someone like me comes in and is able to just listen to their stories of the items, listen to how they've lived and, and talk through how we can preserve these memories while also being able to let go of some of the things because you're moving into like a smaller place. So one of the things that I am get, I get really cluttery about is my pantry because I have like a million spices and a million hot sauces. And because I work with a lot of makers, people send me things to try. And 
in this house, I'm using a linen closet as a additional pantry because I don't have Mm -hmm. enough space in my very large kitchen, which seems odd. Mm -hmm. Um, Generally, like when someone wants to hire you for a project, how does it, how do you pay? Like, how does it cost? Do you cost per the hour? Is it per project? Do you come in and do a consultation first? Yeah, I offer first a free consultation just to make sure we're a right fit and that I can do the work for for the person. What I do is I have, of course, an hourly rate, but I, I do packages. So 10 hours, 20 hours, and 30 hours. The reason I do that is because I do have so many different services that I offer. So I can I kind of combine them all into one. So because if I were to charge the rates of, you know, one service versus the other, you know, one could be a little more spendy. So um, and it's also very hard to say, okay, we're only doing interior design for this many hours. So and and when you work with someone, do you like, let's say I need plastic organizers or I don't even know, because otherwise Mm -hmm. I would be doing it myself. Do you go and like get all that stuff and then literally do it? Or do you just tell the people what to do? Oh yeah, I do. I do. I love going to container store targets and going yes. in those aisles. And that's <laughs> uh, probably one of my favorite parts of my job. So yeah, I'll, go, I'll first measure your space, find out how much we need. And well, actually I'll back up there. First, we're going to get rid of what we don't want because you're going to end up spending a lot less on the organizing, buying less bins, buying less things once we go through your stuff. And then from there, I'll measure, make sure we get the right things based on what you guys have in your pantry and and how you live. I'll go buy it and then I'll put it all back in order. Yeah. I so love I it. think, yeah, <laughs> I'm totally going to hire you. Here's the oh. other personal problem I'm having. And I'm sure this mm-hmm. is closets too. Like mm-hmm. I have a closet that is a closet organizer system and it's oh, very nice. nice. And it was built for the woman that built this house. But I think she had like a lot of dresses and work clothes. So I don't really have any of that or need any of that. So the functionality of it for me is, you know, a lot of wasted space of high, high racks. And for me, I'm working on closet organizing. But I think I came from a family that was my mom was pretty much a hoarder. And Mm -hmm. she bought like if she liked a pair of shoes, she would buy 10 pairs in every color. And she would never get she'd never wear seven of the pairs. Mm -hmm. but she would never throw them out either. And Mm -hmm. I kind of have the reverse mentality growing up in that where I just, in a lot of cases, I just throw out everything or Mm -hmm. I I don't throw it out. I donate it, but I just can't stand like too much clutter, but yet in certain areas, like with clothing or with my food or spices and things that I might use, I have a really hard time letting them go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I find there's most people have like, one or two items that it's very hard to let go of. And and that's probably an area where we work the hardest on, but it's kind of a slow build. It's kind of just flexing that muscle. Like, we're not going to take it all out right away, but let's kind of work through this slowly. And I I really talk through like, how many of those do you actually need? How many, for example, wooden spoons? I find people have an abundance of wooden spoons in their kitchen. So just talking through like, okay, so how many meals do you cook a week? Okay, seven. So probably max you need seven. How many times a day do you wash your dishes? Uh, once a day. All right. So you can wash that spoon every You're day. You're down right? to two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so a lot of it's kind of using logic and, and just really talking through practicality. How did you 
you said you've kind of grown up being an organizer. Was it hard to figure out how to monetize a skill that comes to you kind of naturally? You know, I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm really grateful that I did. Um, cause I, I went down first at career path that wasn't necessarily the right fit for me. And so being able to do what you're really good at, you're passionate about and that you love makes a big difference. Um, before I started the business, I did a lot of research. Of course, the coach helped me with that. I also am a, a professor. I work with the National Association of Professional Organizers, NAPO, and I'm certified through them. And so one thing I do is kind of collaborate with other organizers, say, what are your rates? How do you charge? Right. What's the best way to go about it? So asking people, same along, you know, with designers and that sort of thing. So um, and stagers, what what are your rates? How do you go about it? So and then I just find what works for me and my clients. And I'm I think obviously packages and just like okay, we have 30 hours together. Yep. Today we're gonna do this. Tomorrow we're gonna do that. So you are writing an article for Maple Grove magazine. Is that something that you enjoy doing, like sharing tips and tricks? And how did that come about? Is it a good business generator to do something like that? Yeah, I absolutely love, I love writing. And on my website, too, I have a blog. Yes, I write for Lake Minnetonka Magazine, Plymouth Magazine, and Maple Grove Magazine. I have a monthly uh, column specific to organizing. And I absolutely love doing it because I find there's just so many little ways, nuances to organizing and little tips and tricks that I can offer. And, you know, one of the most, one of the most popular things I posted a while ago was for kids toy organizing. And it was this bean bag I found. You stuff the toys in that and you have a much cleaner room at the end of the playtime and a place for people to sit. So, you know, tips like, Let's get multi-purpose organizing things, um, such as an ottoman where you can put your blankets inside. And, and so thinking a little outside of the box in terms of organizing, but it's also a way for people to kind of get jumpstart. So getting them ideas to get moving on their projects. So, um, you know, I I don't know as far as if it's, it's been a business generator and uh, people don't really tell me if they said I yeah, saw you I in know. that magazine. So I'm not sure. If you're listening, please tell people where you hear about them or where you see them or how you find out about them. Because mm-hmm. business people forget to ask, but you found mm-hmm. out about them from something like, you yeah. know, I used to, when I would do advertising and people would have an ad on the radio and they'd say, well, I didn't get any business, you know, business is up 20%, but it didn't come from the radio ads. It's like, well, where do you think it came from? Well, it just came from word of mouth. Well, Mm. all radio advertising is, is paid word of mouth, right? People hear things, it gets into their subconscious. They -hmm. think about it. They tell a neighbor, you know, that advertising is usually not super linear unless it's direct mail or unless it's an ad you're clicking through. But that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that those other types don't work. It's just building a brand awareness and a brand alignment. So having exposure in a magazine, I would imagine is kind of like that. It's a little more passive, but Mm -hmm. people are hearing about you and reading about you and organizing based on your tips. What are some of the most like requested things that people need you to do? Uh, right now in this housing market, it's staging. And then definitely close second and, and prior to this housing market is decluttering without a doubt. And has it's, the, you know, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, has the pandemic been great for you? 
It has and it hasn't. So, you know, people, you know, sheltered in place and a lot of people kind of did that thing. And I know I heard on the news, like donation sites are getting overwhelmed with stuff and people are letting go. And, and, but what I found is as people are kind of coming out of it, they're like, ah, I can't really do this myself. I need some help. I need an extra hand. And so um, now that people are having living in places and being surrounded by this, they are definitely picking up the phone now and saying, I need some help. So yes, it's definitely picked up in the last few months for sure. I love it. I love it. All right. So if you were going to give like three easy tips that will help people remember you and remember your business at Zestful Designs, Mm -hmm. like, oh, I heard about this from this lady. What would three easy tips be before we let you go? Easy tips to find my business? Um, Um, No, to for decluttering on their own or deciding if they need help. Oh, got it, got it, got it. I think the first one would be to look at what area of your home bothers you the most. So if it's your office and there's all the paperwork and it's something you just can't tackle, uh, focus on or just find an area of your home, like you mentioned, your pantry or your closet. So, and and then ask yourself there, can I do this? Do I want to do this? Do I need help doing this? And then next, um, one of my favorite tips to give people is 15 minutes. And and when I actually go meet a client, I first, I give them this hourglass that is just, it, it's 15 minutes. And I say, here's what you're gonna do. Here's your homework in between the times we're working together is I need you to take 15 minutes a day and tackle whatever it is that's overflowing in their house. So let's just say again, paperwork. So I say 15 minutes a day, just start going through it. We'll make piles of like shred, reset, you know, shred, file, et cetera. So, so that those are, that's a good tip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just so helpful. And that's the, the thing about that one is, is you're kind of starting to flex your muscle and get ready. And I find that, you know, initially with people, it's, it's a little harder to get started, but as we start doing that, I give them homework. And then towards the end, they're just like, let, let it go, let it go. Let's do this. Let's do this. And then as far as, um, I guess we'll, for design tips for design would be, uh, are you surrounded by the things you love? Uh, are you surrounded by the colors you love? Are you surrounded by things that make you happy? Or are you just seeing or looking at clutter? Are you still living with the same colors and design the previous owner had? And what are the ways you can add your personality and your flair to your home? I love it. People can find you at Zestful Designs on Instagram. And I want to tell you, your Instagram game is strong. You have great tips. Your blog posts are really informative. I really liked the way that your page was styled. Mm, Um, I felt like you do a good job there. Do you use Canva or is, do you use some other tool to help you? Or do you have a graphic design background? It looks like you've got everything branded. I, I do. I have the most amazing graphic designer. Her name's Amanda DeVecchio at Focus Point Design. She's based in Rogers and she came up with my logo and helps me with everything, colors. Uh, she's just amazing. And then I also work with um, stay-at-home mom who, she actually lives in Portland, Oregon, who helps me do my posts. Because one thing people don't tell you when you're starting a business is that how much you need to do on social media and how much time it takes, especially someone like me, who's not as social media savvy. So getting that help is important. So do you plan out your content in a calendar and write it all out? And then she puts the images together and how does that work? 
Now I do. Yes. <laughs> when I first started, it was a lot of like, ah, here's what I'm doing today. I just finished this project. And so a little bit, um, you know, starting out was more kind of to whatever's happening that day. So um, keeping it fresh, but now we're definitely planning and, and, and that helps a lot. Um, how much, how much time do you think you put into your monthly social media plan? Obviously the gal that mm-hmm. you hired executes it, but do you, is mm-hmm. it like five hours, 10 hours? Do you like one day a week? How do you budget your time for that? Uh, yeah, basically what I, I have been doing is just allotting at least an hour a day to do posts, check on what other people are doing, comments, follow up with anything. If anyone comments on mine, make sure I've uploaded pictures to Canva. And um, I know she spends uh, a good five to 10 hours a week helping um, and that, you know, that's the back end of like the design of the photos, writing the content. Um, and then we also need to, you know, hunt down the right hashtags. And, and the one thing I definitely need some help on and need to improve on are, are reels and videos. That one I'm, that's that's my next goal is to really do that. And I think people have asked for that and want to see that when I um, post how-to videos, for example, like folding a t-shirt or rolling a towel. So little how-to tips are things that are, are really good. And then the other one I find that is the most uh, popular on my social media is um, before and after pictures. It's also reminding myself to to take the photos. Right, <laughs> right. Because I just jump into the work and I'm so excited to work. And then oftentimes, right, you know, as I'm leaving, I'm like, ah, forgot the before picture. <laughs> yeah. And, and it is a weird thing because, you know, you're spending, it sounds like about 15 hours a week between someone that you've hired and yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of time. And mm-hmm. it's hard to monetize that up front. Like, mm-hmm. You don't know if people are seeing your stuff. You don't know, you know, the algorithms now have slowed down followers mm-hmm. so much. It used mm-hmm. to be you could get a lot of followers in a week. And, you know, now you're yeah. hoping that you can get between, you know, 25 and 100 new followers a month for most businesses. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you really have to work it to get that. I appreciate that your social media looks so good because I know that it's a hard investment to make. And mm-hmm. people, it stresses them out. Small business owners, if I had to tell you one thing I mm-hmm. think that I hear the most, it's that social media stresses them out. I 110% agree with you. <laughs> it really does. And, you know, and you need to do it, but you just, you know, it's not something that you want to be doing or it's not necessarily part of your business all the time. And yeah, people get really stressed out by it for sure. Yeah, and, and knowing which platform works best for you, find Instagram for sure, probably number one. But then my I just joined TikTok because that's super popular. So figuring out what works the best. Yep. Well, I have enjoyed talking to you and I'm going to follow up with you on my pantry in my closet. I Fabulous. Yeah, Thank you. I, well, this is one of my closets is I've made into a little office because during COVID we needed some soundproofing. So this is that. But Um, Yeah, I will follow up with you and at Zestful Designs if people want to reach out to you if they need help getting organizing or Mm -hmm. if they need staging for their homes. Wonderful. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.